Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wafu FM. It's time for the show. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Chris and Chris show. I'm Chris with a scout tailor straight out of Compensy. And I'm Chris with a killer care. Fuck off. <laughs> that's, that, no, do it. Find another one. There isn't, not, there isn't another care. You're, you're not cheating. <laughs> I've looked. There is literally no care. Um, not for this film anyway. Um, I'll let you off. Um, the, uh, Udo Kierke. There you go. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I should have just picked that. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's good. That's good. I'm going to ban you in future from using knife and killer when we do horror movies. <laughs> it's too easy, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's always a piece of piss for me. I should take, take your fucking like, hard-ass choices into consideration. You're just like, I'm fucking stuck. <laughs> Blame your parents. They give you a candy. No, if you're going to, listen, if you're going to name your child something, just spell the name normal because you doom your child to the rest of their life explaining how to spell their name basically yeah, that's yeah. been my life just no no it's, it's, it's with a K it's with a K, it's with a K. Yeah. That's especially like, when you go to a convention and you ask them to sign it you got to be like two seconds before pen hits paper <laughs> yeah it's like you got to always be ready to jump in you go to yeah. the doctors and say oh, it's Chris uh, it's with a K you've always got to jump in it's so mm-hmm. fucking annoying <laughs> Speaking of conventions, though, sir, mm. we're off to the Weekend of the Dead, the Romero Fest uh, two-day convention. At which date are we going? <laughs> we're going to Saturday date. Saturday. No. So if you, any listeners are there, come say hi. Slash, punch us in the face for slating a film you liked. <laughs> <laughs> All those seven films. Yeah. Punch us in the, the face for reviewing them. Yeah, just yeah, actually, just do that for <laughs> reviewing them because we're, we're not really fans of Abner anymore. Yeah, so. Not really, N- not ever since he got a bit fucking. Gun- guns are good, and people shouldn't have the right to to have abortions and all that sort of just stuff. Just all like, that uh, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just look at just look at his YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's annoying. He's, um, he's so a yeah. hard man to support. Let's face yes, it. Yeah, and he was such an easy man to love. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> When it was all about the honky-tonk and the outlaw forcery. Drinking uh, Coke with peanuts in it. And Coors Light, it was awesome. <laughs> the, the glory days of heaven. Um, so yeah, Weekend of the Dead, 5th. Is it the 5th? Um, yeah, so it's Is it sa- early. Oh, the, the Saturday one. It's the... Oh no, it's the 3rd. The 3rd. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, 3rd. If you're there, you'd be shy. I don't know anyone will be there that listens to it. Maybe, maybe. Just like... Uh, Tom Savini's like listening, so maybe he'll be there and he'll be like, Hey guys, I love your show. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not gonna happen. Probably not, you know, but you know, <laughs> living hope. Uh, so yeah, this week it's Halloween 2007, aka Brutal Ween, mm. aka Skullfuck as the movie, that's what we call it. 
fucking fuck nut fucking cunt. The fucking flappy ass tits the movie. <laughs> flappy ass tits. Uh, yeah, that'll be coming up later. But uh, what have we been viewing with our eyes uh, as far as the motion pictures go lately? So. Let's watch some films. Mm, I've, uh, I watched... Uh, I don't know if you've seen this one. Uh, the Black Hole. Disney's The Black Hole. Heard of it, never seen it. It's like basically where Event Horizon got its idea from pretty much. Mm. Uh, rip it off. It's, it's an interesting film. It's a Disney's early foray into live action film and stuff. Mm. Uh, it's the first Disney film ever to be a PG, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it has, has some quite dark tones because basically some guys are out in space. Uh, they, it's like a family that are in space on a mission. Yeah. They, they come across a, a, a massive space vessel that's been missing for, for many, many years in deep space. They approach it and realise that it's on the, the verge of a black hole and it may or may not be stuck there. The border and there's a mad scientist basically on board, like this Russian guy. Um, the crew are all missing, presumed dead. The, the, the mad scientist guy's like, oh, they all died. But there's a more darker sort of thing going on. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you can totally see Event Horizon, like the, the foundation for that film mm. in, in, in there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a weird film. Um, it's very dated as well. Oh, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting film. I used to love it as a kid. To be honest, I'd fucking I never, I've, I've, I've never seen it. I never saw it as a kid. So. Mm. It's got yeah. it's got Robert it's got Robert Foster in it. Yeah, and like uh, Ernest Borgnine and stuff. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's it, it it's a film that's crying out for a remake. It, it's ironic that they keep remaking. You know, like these ridiculous films, like mm. fucking Psycho and The Shining and all them sort of films. Films that blatantly don't need remaking. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, that's just the thing, and it? it's like yeah. they don't care if it, if it could if it could benefit. They just care it's got name right. Yeah. So, but like the Black Hole's probably too obscure. Yeah, it's a shame that the Black Hole never gets recognised because I've got to be honest. You watch the Black Hole, and it's it, the, there's a lot about it is weirdly reminiscent about modern day sci-fi. Yeah. You can tell a fuck ton of people grew up watching the Black Hole and then went on to like make Star Trek and Star Wars mm, and you know like yeah. there's things in there that seep in and you're like oh, yeah, yeah that feels familiar. I've seen a lot of people in interviews filmmakers mention it. Yeah, yeah. I've just never seen it. Oh, it's just uh, it's very like it, the effects are seventies and hokey. The the oh, robots are corny as fuck and stuff yeah. in it and there. Uh, um, but it, it, I mean, the end of the film is fucking crazy. Like they go to hell and stuff and that, and it's <laughs> all sorts of shit. So it just goes totally like the last ten minutes of the film. It's like the director was totally on acid. Mm. Um, I'm pretty Scott, sure it's got a young David Lynch in to direct the end. Basically, um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Disney like hated it. I think that they went on after that to, to do Tron and they, they wanted to totally distance themselves from the whole project. And and that's kind of why you never see it. I don't know if Disney just totally buried its like entire history and stuff. Or I'm sure it got it. Um, did you buy it or watch it online or something? Uh, watched it online. Because yeah. I'm sure it got a big Blu-ray release not long ago. Yeah, it seemed like a really uh, it, like an HD version of the film that I watched. Like, so I can mm. believe it. Because I've been on a bit of a binge with all them sci-fi films recently. I watched uh, like the the last Starfighter and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and some Direc- of the- directed by Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, um, and some of these films are like they look ropey as fuck. Like you can tell they've not been. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think Last Starfighter might have a Blu-ray release. Now, I think but, it does. Yeah, but I watched it on like DVD and it. It was just like somebody had put butter in my eyes or something. <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but you know, you're a fucking HD snob, as we've said many times. <laughs> totally, yeah. Mate, I can't see the pores on their face. <laughs> Shite! It's made worse when you've got, like, a humongous TV in well, your room. it's your fault for buying a stupid, massive telly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like if it's if it's not HD as fuck, it looks awful on my TV. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Um, but yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest. I, I laughed through the black hole at some of the the stuff, um, mm. but I, I, it still has a really. I have a fun place for it in my heart. Basically, it was yeah, a film that I grew, watched a lot. You, you grew up with it, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, I, I always remember like it, it was a. I, I watched that and uh, oh, what's that? Um, Cap. What's it, the Kirk Douglas movie, uh, where he's he's on a space station, there's a killer robot, what's oh, it called? It's called, like, uh, it's something like Caprica 6, it's not, though. Saturn. Capricorn, Capricorn 1? No, it's Saturn something or other, I think, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to have to, Douglas, uh, robot movie. <laughs> 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 Come on, don't let me down, Google. Saturn Three, it's called Saturn Three. Yeah, yeah. You never seen Saturn Three before? No, no. It's a it, that's a very Lynch esque type movie. Really? Uh, yeah, I recommend uh, Saturn Three. It, it was one of them films that I, I watched. Classic me, like Channel Four, one o'clock in the morning. Oh yeah. Totally creeped out by. It. I was like, I oh, mean, there's a there's an, there's a robot in the, in this. And I think there's loads of like weird naked scenes and people getting <laughs> fucking tore apart and stuff and. Nice. Yeah, by the end of the film, I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I totally mean, I, creeped out by. I've I've got like weird, slightly fond memories of like just you know it's just the same when like you get a TV in your room when you're a kid, mm. and you always like wake up and just go, oh, I'll just put the telly on, I can't get back to sleep, and it's always just something mental on Channel Four. <laughs> yeah. Back when Channel Four was amazing, yeah, I remember getting them like fucking back when I was renting the Jackie Chan's and stuff, and like they were showing Armor of God and subtitles, and I was like, what? <laughs> it was just surreal. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I'm sure I turned up once and Son of Godzilla was on, you know, with the weird-looking little Godzilla monster. Mm. And I was just watching as a kid going, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah, I thought Godzilla was all big and brutal and shit. What's this weird <laughs> But, yeah, I, I th- I'm pretty sure when I first saw Black Hole, around about the same time I saw Saturn 3, mm. and, I, and I always piece these two films together because, like, they have a bit of an uneasy feel about them right the way through with them. Yeah. Um, but, like I said, Saturn 3 is, like, more of an adult film, to be honest. They should review that. It's yeah. I've never yeah. seen yeah, sure. It's got uh, Harvey Keitel as well. He plays the main character, uh, oh. and uh, Farrah Fawcett as well. Oh, we're yeah. definitely watching. It, yeah, it's, it's a crazy cast, like. But yeah. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But from what I remember, it's a it's a very creepy feeling, weird film. Mm. Uh, yeah, I take it it's like one of those because there's shitloads of them, like post Alien sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah, because it, it was like in I think it might have been 1980 when it was made, um, mm. and it's about like the nature of of humankind and ro- I think the robot in it wants to become human mm. and he like kills uh, somebody and gets into the body or something mm. it's, it's got like a very like body being taken over vibe about it mm. uh, yeah it's, it just has a creepy feel from what I remember it, like it, uh, by the end of the film you're like <laughs> you yeah. feel horrible by it and it's just cool cast as well Kurt Douglas and that. fucking right yeah, yeah. your favourite Douglas right yeah too right. Yeah. I've but, always been a make. I've always been a Mickey Days. Yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a Kurt Douglas. You see, Kurt Douglas man. We share the same birthday, so you do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except he'll probably outlive you, considering he's like 103 or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, too right. Yeah, he really is. It's insane. Still going. Yeah. Bless him. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I had a really fucking surreal dream a couple of months ago, and like you know, you never normally remember your dreams months later. But I remember this one. I'd put, 
it's so weird. In my dream, I'd bought a second-hand microwave, mm. and the previous owner was Kirk Douglas. <laughs> Why the fuck was I dreaming about that? Yeah, that is really random. Yeah, I woke up going, what? <laughs> it's like a really reliable microwave as well. Yeah, you know, some, someone was like, yeah, the previous owner was, don't I? I'm like, nah, him's Kirk Douglas. <laughs> uh, it's just some weird. ratty old microwave. It's just fucking so weird. Crazy brain. Yeah. Um, I was I tempted like I do every year to do this 31 days of Halloween thing where you watch a horror movie a day or mm. multiple horror movies a day. Yeah. I got three in. <laughs> oh, it's always happened. I get three days in, I go, oh, I'm not in the fucking mood to watch a horror film. I want to watch fucking Big Lebowski or something, you know? You've got time yet. You could cram. <laughs> I could cram, of- yeah. Because <laughs> the, the, the plan always is, like, the films I've bought over the years that I've never grown to watching. Mm. Then I got a couple of them in, but first, on the first, I watched uh, Video Nasty that I haven't seen since renting it on video, The Boogeyman, mm-hmm. um, which was a perfect time to watch it, seeing as though it's nearly, ha- nearly Halloween, we're doing the Halloween movies, and it's partially a Halloween rip-off, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was good. I remember when I first watched it, I, I like, lined it up as, like, a So Bad It's Good movie. It's it's shoddy in parts, but it's not really that kind of So Bad It's Good movie. Yeah. And it's got some creepy imagery in it and stuff. Have you seen it before? No, I, I don't think so, no. Basically, about like these uh, these two kids when they're well, one of them, these two kids when they're little, like murder their mom's uh, like twatty boyfriend because he's a bit of a shit, right. and like th- because like the mirror that's on the wall like sees the murder. It's so far fetched. Mm. Sees the murder, his soul is imprisoned in the mirror, <laughs> and then she goes back to the house years later to get over it and mm. smashes the mirror by mistake. So his spirit is unleashed. And it's kind of, it's kind of a cool idea. Though, no, it is a really good idea. Yeah. yeah, and there's some really inventive deaths in it and stuff, mm. but. It's fine. It goes. Mm. It drags a bit, but then the score is really good because you can tell they're trying to rip off Halloween with a score. But it's got that like you know, big, it's a bit grimier because it's a low budget <laughs> and it became a video nasty. So, but it's not bad. Ooh, I've checked it out. It's un- I like the premise though. The creepy, it's, yeah, it's, like a, that, it's a really good premise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's not bad. Uh, what else? And um, we, uh, I started watching not movie related but horror related. Start watching yes. um, the oh, House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, I'm trying to think what it's called, yeah. House on Haunted Hill. The, uh, ne- it's a Netflix series. They made a fucking series out of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a book, isn't it, or something? No, it's uh, been a film twice. Is it a film like, as well? It's like it? a Vincent Price, I think, and then they did like a uh, 90s yeah, remake as yeah. well. Uh, just to clarify, obviously, we both got mixed up here. So we're obviously talking about Haunting of Hill House, so the next couple of minutes just is us being wrong. Yeah, yeah, they've done a series of it. Um, mm. So I started watching it. It's not bad. I've got to be honest. I'll be brutal. It, it was kind of boring. As I don't really um, see how you can make that a fucking series. Well, that's kind of the feeling that I have. Like the episodes are kind of like you could make it a mini series. Yeah, and I, I think it's like ten, eleven episodes, maybe. Mm. I don't know. It just seems like it's a little bit dragged out over an episode, and then something scary happens at the end of the episode. Yeah, um, but it has a creepy vibe anyway. The first episode I was quite intrigued by. And I was mm-hmm. like, Ooh, "Where's this going?" Yeah. Well, the actual idea is awesome. Mm. Yeah. yeah, So I don't know. I might, I might stick with it. I might not. We'll see. I kind of after the end of the second episode, I did refuse to watch an ep- the third episode <laughs> today. So I was like, "Nope, I've had enough." Yeah, <laughs> well, I, I did start watching it. Anyway. I, I am in the mood to watch like something like I want to be. I want to be freaked out. Yeah, I really do at the minute. I want to watch something and be freaked out but it's it's hard at the minute because everyone's just like scary demon right in your face and it's like yeah, i don't yeah. find that scary to be honest yeah. like jumping jolting out your seat isn't scary it's just yeah. like you can do that with anything you can have a yeah. picture of a black screen mm. 
that's, I think that's a Carpenter quote. He's like, all you need to get a jump scare, black screen, put a flash of white in now and then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how easy it is to get a jump scare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's getting under someone's skin, isn't it? That's yeah, the, that, that's what's yeah. fucking scary. Yeah. I think literally the last film probably that unnerved me to fuck was like Event Horizon or something. Mm. It's like one of them films where it just has like an awful feel about it. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah, uh, a film called Triangle. Uh, Christopher Smith did. He did Creep, the one, not the found footage one, the one in the London Underground. Um, yeah. Um, and Severance. I like. I love Creep. I quite like Severance, but I've had this for ages. I think it was his third film. And another one that's just been on the shelf, and I'm like, I'm going to use this opportunity to watch it. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, I, can't, I don't really want to say much about it, because I'd I recommend you watch it. Mm. But I, you can't really go into the plot without spoiling it. So. Mm, yeah, yeah. Kind of well, no, not really. The the base premise is people on a boat, the boat capsizes and they like uh, jump aboard like this big freighter. Right there, you go, and Empt- it gets progressively. Empty freighter. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, could be something I I get into. Yeah, mm. there is one film as you're watching it that'll remind you of. Mm. And I was like, mm. but I still enjoyed it. It's, it's a that, really good film. It's not that shitty ghost ship, is it? No, it's not. That's nothing to do with. It, it doesn't. Wouldn't remind you of a ship movie. What was that ghost ship? Or was it literally just ghost ship? I'm not there's no. ghost ship, and there's another, like an older one called Death Ship. Mm. Anything else? Um, no video games for me, as always. I, I've hundred percented the Spider-Man game on the stage. Oh, it's very nice. Uh, and I started playing on uh, God of War. So. Oh, Shami. Yeah. Now I got one more. Yeah, a film that I should have seen years ago. Most horror fans should have seen it. Uh, Blood Feast, essentially the first ever gore movie from like sixty four, sixty three. Some Gordon Lewis's Blood Feast. It's kind of like you know, in video game terms, it's like going, "Oh, I love games, mate." You ever played Super Mario Bros? No, mm, <laughs> that's mm. kind of what it's like. Like you should have seen it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not good, but even the director said like it's not good, but it's the first of its kind. So. Mm. And it, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, you think, like, the gone, like, Night of the Living Dead's out there for 68. Like, Blood Feast's ridiculous. You're right. Just, like, pulling a woman's tongue out of her mouth with these bare hands, cutting legs off, <laughs> brains all over the place. But it's just, like, you can't... It's, like, funny to watch because it's, like, tone-wise, it's, like, almost less goofy but similar to, like, Batman the TV series. Right, right. Like, that's how it, that's how it looks because yeah. it's 63 and it's got, like, that bright technical, like, look to it and stuff. And mm. about a guy trying to, like, uh, summon this Egyptian god... The, whoever, like, I mean, Herschel Gordon Lewis, I don't know, I don't know if he wrote it, but it must have been well into Egyptian stuff because it's just mm-hmm. all about a, a guy who wants to resurrect an Egyptian god by like using all these body parts and doing <laughs> an Egyptian feast. That's ridiculous. That's the whole. I suppose that whole thing is primed for being used, though, isn't it? The, the yeah, Egyptian mythology and stuff. I'm surprised mm-hmm. more horror hasn't dived into that. Yeah, well, it was remade. It was remade a couple of years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's got a sequel as well. He made a sequel like 40 years later. <laughs> Mad. Just before he died. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple of his films I've always watched. Like, uh, Colour Me Blood Red is a couple I've got to watch. <coughs> they're just amusing, right. like, historical time capsules. Because they're not great films. Even he said that. He said they're not good films at all. But mm. they're kind of like ones that push the boundaries before everyone else did. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's worth watching. There's a fucking... Because <laughs> it's on something weird, the label. Like, the, the fucking extras are just weird. I don't know if fucking Hesher Gordon was directed, but it's just a 20 minute infomercial from the 60s about how to carve meat. And to be fair, I was watching that going, this is kind of more interesting than the movie. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm going to remember that next time I cook a fucking joint. <laughs> Educational. Yeah, because the, the main cop in Blood Feast is the main guy in this fucking information movie about meat. And I'm like, is, it, is that the connection, or did he direct this as well? <laughs> Such a bizarre extra. Man. Uh, so yeah, that's it pretty much, apart from the fucking these two fucking Halloween movies. Mm. Mm. So just spoil it, basically. Pretty Watch much. It. 
Because yeah. I knew one night I'd have to watch these, and yeah. I would just I'd probably put us off. Eh, it's good. It's good. We, we reviewed too many good films. To be fair, we should probably do more. Shows. That is that is true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I said on Instagram the other day, I was like, it's times like this where podcasting becomes less of a hobby and more of like an aggravating job. <laughs> <laughs> so shall we move on to the film in question? Yes, Halloween, the brutal version. Flappy ass. Uh, so, during, like, House of a Thousand Corpses promotion, I mentioned this before, and I try, I've got the Fangoria where he said it, I tried to dig it out, I can't fucking find it anywhere. Mm. He was going on about, because the Chainsaw Massacre remake was coming out at the time, and he was like, why the fuck would anyone want to remake an absolute classic? Mm. Cut the two films later, he's remaking Halloween. <laughs> Cheeky um, bastard. Yeah. But, but yeah, well, you know, we've got to answer these questions that the original left. How come he could just drive? Mm. What about, what about the mask? Yeah. Why? Wh- why? Yeah, why Why wasn't Myers a member of the Kiss Army? <laughs> why wasn't Laurie Strode more nice? Yeah, it's like, these things just didn't need addressing. None no. of it did. <laughs> <laughs> but interestingly, though, another mm. thing we can blame the Weinsteins for is uh, during the audio commentary, he's, it's either the commentary or the making of, he said, like, they kept telling them, make it more Rob Zombie. Oh, God. So there you go. Yeah. Mm. A pair ca- of geniuses. I read that kind of... A similar thing like he he met John Cartman and John Cartman said make it your own yeah true yeah. which is fair news but uh, I don't know cheers John because with, with he took that and he fucking really did mm. <laughs> and like I didn't I didn't want to see that like as just as Cartman said that Rob Zombie took out his checklist and just went rednecks rip <laughs> take them all off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you really can play Rob Zombie Bingo or, or like, yeah. Rob Zombie Drinking Game. Yeah, you can play Cameo Bingo <laughs> and, like, just general things that he puts in all his... Matt, Charles Manson reference, mm. 70s rock, just it's ridiculous. Yeah. So it was directed by Rob Zombie, 2007, stars Malcolm McDowell, Scout Taylor Compton, Sherry Moon, William Forsyth, Daniel Harris, Brad Dourif, Dave Fogg, and Tyler Mayne as Michael Maz, as a grown-up eight-foot monster. <laughs> What's the plot? <laughs> well... What's the point? Uh, Michael Myers has a twatty family, so he yep. kills them. Mm-hmm. He gets jailed. His mum kills herself because she has a twatty son. Uh, Michael Myers grows up uh, to have the build of a pro wrestler. He escapes and kills a bunch of people who are also twats. It's all very twatty. Yeah, Halloween, the twat movie. <laughs> the, the twat version. I love that. Imagine if that was the reason to just lie in there with the gun and she's like, oh, you're such a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm surrounded by twats. <laughs> so we'll play a small clip and then I'll continue like I do every week now and try and scroll down me handwritten notes with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> he was your patient, Doctor. Was my patient. Look, all you guys had to do was to play zookeeper. You know, just keep the monkey house locked until the monkey died of old age. How difficult is that? Christ, you can barely tell he's breathing half the time. He's been like a comatose kitty for 15 years. If our security wasn't sufficient, Sammy, you should have warned us. I see. So you're just going to wash your hands of the whole thing. You know, you two make me sick. He is mad that trusts in the tameness of a wolf. So open, just in the most bland way possible, by just a title card saying... 
Halloween. None mm. of the class and grace of the slow moving into the pumpkin and stuff. I guess he probably would have got flack if he tried to recreate that. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm. And then we just blast straight into God of Thunder by Kiss, and I'm just like, Jesus, Rob. Like, I like Kiss, but I don't want a fucking Halloween movie. And <laughs> yeah. uh, we get to meet the, the family now, straight into it. Uh, apparently, Forsyth was genuinely injured. That's why he's all banged up. I don't know what yeah. from, but he. Yeah, he had a broken leg, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, I mentioned. I remember hearing an interview with him on Deadpool once, and he said he broke his leg during a movie on a motorbike. So it might be that, mm. like around the same time. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so here's some choice dialogue for you: uh, flappy ass tits. Mm. I will come over there and skull fuck the shit out of you. Mm. The daughter makes a snide comment that her mother knows what an abortion is. Mm. Judith Myers is a slag. Nice little dumper. <laughs> That's William Forsyth says about it. Uh, Michael kills his rat and uh, William Forsyth says he's probably a queer mm. beautiful all in like the first 15 minutes or something 15 seconds yeah Yeah. my, my favourite is the uh, bit when he says like maybe I'll choke my chicken I'll purge my snorkel all over her flappy ass tits oh god I didn't even realise that was the start of that line because <laughs> yeah. most of the time through this scene I'm like cringing <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, grim so try hard isn't it mm. Like, why can't you give him, like, a fucking low-key fucked-up family? It's just yeah. every serial killer cliche in five seconds. And I think, let, I mean, let's address it. I find it far more terrifying that Michael Myers would come from a normal family yes, where exactly. he was well looked after. Yeah, and by the way, right, let's preface all this. We're not necessarily having a go at this because, oh, it's not like the original. Of course it's not, it's a remake. He did his own thing. Yeah. I'm just pissed off at it as a film. Yeah, because it's like, it's... It, why Why are you justifying why he's a killer? And Yeah, there's lots of moments where Myers, you're supposed to be fucking cheering him. Yeah, that's the confusing thing. Like, for f- the first 20 minutes of the film, you're like, so Michael Myers is the main character then. <laughs> he's, he's the hero. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, we'll get to it, but like, they, when they finally introduce Laurie, she's all like, oh, fucking twatty, twatty, twat, and she's yeah. the same, and you're like, so she's awful. <laughs> like, <laughs> is Michael Myers going to kill her in this film? <laughs> Yeah. Like, will I will I applaud that scene when he finally chokes the life out of her? <laughs> uh, Michael's at school now, and of course, because his life is just absolute shite. School bullies say some horrible things about his sister and his mother. Mm. Oh, and then well, he's, have a he's got and... he's got a you know he has got a pole dancing mum at the end of the mm-hmm. day. So yeah, what are kids going to do? They've got to bully him. So. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and go on about sucking her tits. Is, mm. Did he say something like that? Some, like that, yeah. some yeah. shit. Yeah. Richard Lynch cameo comes in and uh, breaks up the fight, and Michael's all defiant, and he's like, "Fuck you!" Mm. Like randomly, uh, yeah. yeah. So we're in the headmaster's office now, and seventies uh, Loomis walks in. <laughs> he's all, "What's happening, you crazy cats? Piss and love." It's just bloody. Uh, yeah, it's just McDowell with a wig on, basically. Yeah, with a wig yeah. and some groovy glasses, <laughs> and uh, they found a dead cat. In his locker. And his mother's just like, so big deal, he found a dead cat. Like, yeah, but no, he was keeping it. Mm. That's fucked up. <laughs> and she's just like, my kids, man. That's what kids do, though, isn't it? And it's not until she, show, she gets to show the pictures of the dead animals, she's like, oh, I see, yeah. <laughs> it's not an isolated incident, he does this all the time. <laughs> and then Margaret McDowell's like, I'm afraid your son is a stereotypical, unimaginative serial killer. <laughs> he tortures animals. <laughs> that would be amazing, we should overdub that. That should be the line, yeah. <laughs> And what a weird time for them to use the theme for the mm. first time. Yeah, yeah, just snick it in. Anything else about this scene I'm missing? 
can't remember. <laughs> no. Say, he didn't make notes because he didn't want to watch it twice. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I don't blame you. I watched, okay, because I watched it, like, I thought, uh, I, I, at the time, I just couldn't be bothered what to take notes, to be honest. No, yeah, I do. Uh, and well. I thought, I just want to watch the film and absorb it. I'll, I'll watch it again and take notes a second time, but every <laughs> <You> time, <realize. laughs> every time I went to watch it again, I was just like, oh. As you get 20 minutes from me and you're like, I'm a fuck watching this again. <laughs> Once is enough. Yeah, no, I think we've covered everything. <laughs> yeah, share me. Uh, so Mike Myers waits for the school bully after school. Once again, that bully's dialogue is just horrendous as well throughout mm. the whole thing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this is a bit where you're like, fucking go, Michael, pound Yeah, this, this bit's quite satisfying. <laughs> I would love to have done this when I was a kid. Just waited in the woods and caved some bully's head in with a massive piece of wood. Yeah, it's a fair dues, yeah. So it's Halloween night now. Judith's supposed to be taking uh, Michael out trick-or-treating, but she'd rather shag her Apex twin-looking boyfriend upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Forsyth berates Michael that he's out, or that like killing animals is some quote faggoty ass shit. Mm. <laughs> it's like not really. It's fucked up. Yeah. Like what did he do when he was a kid? If that's faggoty ass shit, as <laughs> uh, JFK portrait on the wall. I seriously doubt Forsyth's character is a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed that this time was like why JFK? So strange. I guess was it because they wanted a put it in a time period, and that's the only thing they could think of. I Fuck don't know. No, yeah. Yeah, uh, weird. That's weird. Uh, Shari Moon's ass. Sorry. What? Yeah, yeah. She, she, it doesn't take her long to get her ass out in the film. Though, no, no, no. <laughs> so is it literally the, the third scene in the film or something? Quite possibly. It's literally just after that uh, faggoty ass shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just pole dancing it's, or whatever. Yeah, I wonder who has that in the contract here or Rob Zombie. <laughs> yeah. Like, my wife must reveal her ass at at least 20 minutes into the film. And she, she did it on every uh, album cover and stuff, like, so. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> So yeah, Judith and her boyfriend are doing it upstairs, and he wants he just pulls out this officially licensed Michael Myers mask. <laughs> Random mask that... And this is the weird thing. They're, like, in all the trivia and stuff and the interviews, they wanted to, like, explore where the mask comes from. Yeah. And they didn't want to... They didn't just want to show them just finding it in a DIY store. Mm. Because that's too random. Well, yeah. he just finds it in his, girl, in his dead sister's fucking bed whatever yeah. like how's that yeah. less random <laughs> i know so weird it's like what they said about they said that with the Friday the 13th remake as well they were like oh when you see him find the mask it means so much more than it did in the original really went went the extra mile to make the mask reveal special oh he just pulls a rag aside and picks a mask up and puts it on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh that was what i was waiting for <laughs> uh so michael kills forsyth by taping him because he's passed out drunk so he tapes him to his chair and slits his throat nice effect I'm not taking yeah. anything away from the effects yeah. of the movie and fair dues forsyth was a bit of a bastard oh he did this one so yeah. Yeah. i'm not sure yeah. about the sister like that's no, bit- she was just a, she was just a bit of a slutty <laughs> teenager wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. and then he kills the boyfriend and then kills judith wearing the mask and I'm sure it's supposed to be creepy, but it just looks stupid. Yeah, because it's like, like big and stuff. Kid and... wearing this giant mask, and like they start using the dun, dun, dun music. I'm like, it's not scary, Rob, mm. at all. It's just funny. <laughs> of course, the news report references a Manson-like viciousness of the attack. I'm like, mm. fuck off, man. Yeah, get, get it in there. Get yeah. that quote in there. At the first time I've noticed it as well this time. I never <laughs> used to, I've never noticed that. And any, yeah. I think I've seen this like four fucking times for some reason. Oh, God. Um, Eleven months later, we're at Smith's Grove, um... And of course, uh, Michael McDowell, who's easily the best thing in the film. All these scenes are really well done. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah, a little like him, him and the kid type stuff, yeah. Yeah, they all yeah. seem. I think Rob Zombie said a lot of it was just ad libbed. You just sort of let them go and yeah. say with the water. So you get some real reactions. Like, if he just made a prequel about him and Myers 
in the asylum. I probably would have just preferred that. Yeah, it could have worked. It could have yeah. worked. Uh, it's ironic because I think there was once upon a time they were going to do that, weren't they? Like uh, uh, Halloween the Missing Years or something. I think so. Where yeah. it was going to be just about, like, before he escapes from the uh, the penetrant, uh, well, from the asylum, mm-hmm. it was just going to be about that stuff. Because that probably mm. would have been, even though, you know, I don't want them to explain everything. Mm. It probably would have been a more interesting idea, like mm. an interesting film. And then, you know, at the end he escapes and then you do your Halloween remake. Yeah, yeah. The way it is now, it's like three films because you got the prequel, the remake of Halloween, plus bits of the second one with the sister yeah. storyline. There's like too much stuff. Yeah, it's a bit modelled. It doesn't know what it wants to be, basically. It needs to be like three hours long to fit <clears throat> everything in. Yeah. Because yeah. once you get to the Halloween remake, it just feels rushed. Hey, Mikey. How you doing? Look, you can't let those walls get you down. Believe me, I know. I spent a little time behind walls. I know they can drive you crazy. You, you gotta look beyond the walls. You know, learn to live inside your head. Hey, there's no walls that can stop you there. Right, I, I gotta get back to work. Right, you take it easy, Mikey. Um, Danny Trejo uh, in the film of course you can cross that off your bingo um, <laughs> befriends Myers uh, Michael's becoming more withdrawn over the years as he says and he's um, he's masks. okay making his masks yeah yeah paper mache masks and stuff yeah. Yeah. And there's a bit where Michael's he's letting it all out and he's screaming fuck your world and I'm just like oh god <laughs> there's like a fucking if you ever find the original House of Thousand Corpses script mm. there's a different intro than what they used in the film mm. And I think it's supposed to be... It's like old 8mm footage of... I think it's supposed to be the Firefly family. family. And there's a little girl in it, I think, with a shotgun. Mm. And there's a, like a, a voiceover, and it ends with, like, growing up, I realised I only had one rule in life or something. Fuck the world. <laughs> and it started, and I was like, oh, fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Cringy bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just reading that going, I'm so glad that wasn't in the film. <laughs> yeah, that would have been grim. Yeah. Uh, another uh, cameo, Sybil Dannon, who gets uh, stabbed basically because the script calls for it to be a bitch for some reason yeah like for no reason at all again it's like playing more into the so is, is am i on am i supposed to be on michael myers' side then I apparently guess? rob zombie saw the first film in a different way to everyone else where <laughs> myers is the hero <laughs> uh, and of course as you said earlier sherry kills herself because her son is a twat <laughs> yeah yeah she realizes like oh what have i done yeah. Fuck it, I'll just blow myself away. So all this, at least in the director's cut, is the first 40 minutes, I would say. Right. Mm. So there's not that much... I, I don't know, the, the main thing I took from Rob, Rob Zombie's comedy, because I'm not fucking watching the theatrical version to compare them, mm. was uh, all this black and white stuff with Loomis's voiceover. Yeah. They were added back in. Yeah, right. So there's not that much. Mm. Really. Yeah, yeah. But probably a bit more gore as well, because it's the unrated director's cut, the ultra brutal version. <laughs> so we're, we're going to 15 years later now, and we'll meet Redneck McScummerson, it was uh, a new uh, employee at I mean, This is ridiculous. This. Why is he red? Why is there so many rednecks in Illinois? <laughs> yeah, and like, like he would get a job in a fucking institute yeah. like that, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, again, I can believe a lot, but immediately he's all like, "Whoa, I'm gonna rape me some inmates." And that, and <laughs> I'm gonna rape all of me. Okay, you're not working here, man. <laughs> like, no way would they keep him on staff. They'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> Security's job interview. They were like, so previous experience, uh, rapists. 
<laughs> You're like, okay, get out. Is <laughs> that a joke? Yeah. It's so stupid. Because uh, he takes him into Michael's cell. Michael's now 27 feet tall. Yeah, and like a hulking, heaving mass of muscle. Fucking, <laughs> been on the fucking HGH for the past 15 years. <laughs> and he's like, don't look, don't eyeball my butt, I'll fuck you up. And you're like, oh, fuck, why, 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 I know he's supposed to be a fucking idiot, but would you really? Yeah, like, creepy guy, long hair, muscle to fuck. He's got yeah. a, a creepy room with masks all over the wall. He's, he's, he's a known psychopath. He murdered his family. <laughs> Entire family. <laughs> and you're when all he was like, seven or something. You're all up in his face like, come on, yeah. where you bitch? Like, no, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> just, just wait till I bring women in here to rape. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. <laughs> It'd be funny if you did say that. Danny Trey was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that actually your plan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Loomis now says goodbye to Michael. Like, I tell you, can't do more, can he? Mm. Yeah, he's, it's, he's it's he's witch end now. Yeah, he's fucked. Loomis just wrote a book called The Devil's Eyes, which I don't know why that makes cringe as well. <laughs> yeah. Just like, yeah. reference to the first one. Mm, oh, yeah. Gives a little lecture. And then Redneck McScummerson and Hans Klopek. <laughs> Hans Klopek. <laughs> it's Courtney Gaines, I was like, what the fuck's he doing with this? <laughs> yeah. Rape an inmate in Maya's room like, because... Why in because his there room? Because there are a couple of badly written geniuses. <laughs> which, this is a scene that's only in the director's cut as well. It's... It's yeah, yeah, and then you can see why they decided to cut out. It it adds yeah. nothing to the film. It's oh. grimy as fuck, and it, it's it's cheap. It's just like it's just really try hard to be fucking nasty. It's like why is it? Like I said, at this point we're like, yeah, fair enough. Michael, kill the fuckers. It's funny that funny story. I was watching it with Stacey. Yeah, and she's like having to cover her eyes during the rape scene. She's like mm. looking away, like oh, oh my god, I don't want to say that. Don't mm. blame her. Totally no. don't blame her. So I'm like saying to Stacey, it's okay, you can look now. Michael Myers is killing them. <laughs> like, in, instead of like Stacey hiding behind a cushion during the scary bit, I'm telling her to look because he's murdering the people. <laughs> yeah, just say, oh, champion. <laughs> like, that's how fucked up this film is. You're like totally yeah. on his side at this point. It, it's so weird, and it's just a horrible scene. And I feel sorry for the actress who had to go yeah. through all that shit and they cut it out. Yeah, just to get cut out, yeah. yeah. Grim. Weirdly, though, I mean, this is where this is the. To be fair, he, he br- brings it back a bit because he ends up killing Danny Trejo, who yeah. was his only fucking friend for the last fifteen years, <laughs> apart from Loomis. Yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? You don't know where it's going to go. To be honest, do you think? Mm-hmm. You think he's going to let him? Because he, he drowns him. You know, he's, he's dunking his head in the. Is it a sink mm-hmm. or is it the toilet? I can't remember. Sink, I think. Sink. So he's dunking his head. He's dunking his head, and you think, oh, I don't know. He might. He might decide to, to like spare him, and he kind of does. But then he's about to leave the room, and he's like, you know what? I've always wanted to smash a TV over someone's head. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to leave you alone, yeah. but I, I, I do kind of want to smash your head in with a yeah, TV. I've always, I've always I've been thinking about this for 15 years. <laughs> so he just decides to grab the TV off the wall and fucking cave his head in with it. Zombie yeah. yeah, so. <laughs> is an uh, interesting story, though, that like, it just shows how badass and awesome Danny Trejo is. Like, Danny Trejo wouldn't let Tyler Mayne bring his head up from the water so it looked better. Mm-hmm. He was staying in the water, for, I think, for as long as possible. God, bless <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Clint Howard cameo is like the guy who runs mm. the insane asylum. He rings Loomis. He bless him. He's in all sorts. Clint Howard, like, he pops he's, something. Yeah, awesome. he was best in, role, uh, of course, is Tango and Cash. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, he popped up in the new Star Trek series as well. Oh, did he? Yeah. Reference. Yeah. He's in the original series, isn't he? Yeah, like as a 
bloody 12 year old kid or something yeah, yeah. Like that, yeah. Still, looks, still looks weird <laughs> it just looks the same basically yeah, like, yeah. just shrunk just shrunk <laughs> yeah yeah, but I, I mean, it's cool to see Clint Howard in it. But I will. I mean, it's probably worth mentioning at this point. It's a, it gets a bit fucking Rob Zombie bringing oh, it. Like, yeah, it's totally. It's just you know because you know I, I, if he had stopped here, I would have been like, oh, it's cool that it's got Malcolm McDowell and like Clint mm-hmm. Howard and Richard Lynch in it. But at least Malcolm McDowell, it's, it's like it's a character. It's yeah. good casting to yeah. have him in it. Yeah. But then you know you, you're gonna you're fucking Duraf, uh, Udokia. It starts mm-hmm. getting a bit like. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't mind like when someone has a character, but when it's just slotting people in there just because. Because it's like, oh, I liked his film, so I'm gonna. And it's like you, you can you can always say, oh, he's just right for the role and. It's like, mm. well, you know, really, it's like not, it's not a massive like, mm. the Ken Forey part. It's funny, mm. but it, did that? It didn't. Ne- it wasn't necessary to have Ken Forey play that character. Nah, it's just, you know what I mean. It's just like I got to get all these people in. Yeah, a, he's yeah. like fan service in himself almost. Yeah, Which, you absolutely. know, let's be honest. If we were in that position. We'd probably do. It. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I suppose if you had the the money and the the credibility, you would maybe just get these people. But I don't know. I, I, I would probably try and limit myself to like yeah. two or three. <laughs> yeah, not like it. Which I think is like about what's in this Probably, film. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, more because this is out of place now because the film's fifteen years later. But Rush's Tom Sawyer pops on the soundtrack. I'm like, this is just Rob Zombie when I like that song, <laughs> yeah. but it doesn't doesn't fit. But it's fucking getting put in here. Uh, Ken Forey's having a big old shit, <laughs> yeah. as, as he says in some way. <laughs> this is the how we get his boiler suit scene, basically. As yeah, well. like that. You got you got to have a reason why he's got a boiler suit. <laughs> He stole it from a man having a shit. Yeah, which is, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there would be some seepage and stuff onto the suit. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess it doesn't bother Michael Myers. Yeah, but shitting's brutal, man. <laughs> shitting just makes things more brutal. And again, I think they go a bit, like, hom- like uh, homophobic. I'm sure there's some, like, faggoty comments yeah, thrown in. Where, like, he's all like, boy, you better fuck off. And then he's all like, oh, you're one of them, huh? And uh, you're like, oh, don't go there. Don't go there with the faggot jokes and stuff. it's just like. trying too hard. Yeah. yeah. you could say, oh, that's how people talk. And it's like, yeah, but it's so. <laughs> yeah. It's just lazy writing. you got to be kidding me. Now what? Ah, it says here Nichols Hardware is going out of business. 42 years, and that's it, over and done. Yeah, well, good. They're a ripoff. Uh, Mr. Nichols is a horny old pervert. Okay, don't even want to know. Guess what, Mom? Mr. Nichols touched me the wrong way. Oh, whoa, whoa! Okay, that is so not funny. You want a screwdriver, Mommy? You want a hammer? <gasps> Look at this, Mom. <gasps> Lori! I'm sorry! Okay, okay. Are you eating? No, I'll get something at school. Oh, my God. Oh, sure. We'll meet Laurie now, uh, who comes in the room, all sweet and innocent, and finger bangs a bagel in front of her mum. Mm. Played yeah. by Dee Wallace, another uh, genre film. Yeah, and it's so off-putting. The introduction right. to her character, you're just immediately like, oh, I want her to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, why make Laurie your heroine annoying? <laughs> and you could say, oh, I'm just making her like a real teenager. I'd say, yeah, but... There's a difference between real teenagers and annoying teenagers. Yeah, it's it's, it's so it's such a shame because you watch the original Halloween and uh, the Laurie character, she's like a maternal character. Mm-hmm. She's she's serene and simple and easy, and she's a nice person. Mm. And I don't know, there's just something cool about that, like a nice person nearly dying. It's mm. it's more scary. I just yeah. think a, a twatty person, you just you're not rooting for at all. Basically. Maybe he's, maybe he's when he was writing, it, he didn't think he was writing it like an annoying yeah because because when like look at 31 Mm. the people you're supposed to want to survive when the first 10 seconds you fucking hate them yeah because they're just annoying 
That's the thing that always sticks me out of that film is the first fucking line the driver gives because they've run out of petrol and he just shouts, suck my motherfucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> Why would, what? I've never, I can't imagine I'll be ever in a situation where I'd have to shout, suck my motherfucking balls. <laughs> and maybe he's just trying to like, maybe he thinks that that's how the young crowd talk. I mean, maybe they do. Maybe it's Maybe fucking... they do. Maybe we're just the old fucks. <laughs> yeah. like, people are listening going like, that's how my kids talk. And I don't yeah. know, maybe, but. Yeah, I maybe, th- maybe his kids can run finger banging bagels in front of the brother. We <laughs> don't know. I would be fucking drop kicking my child if they did that to me. Pack it in. Stop being stupid. Uh, Myers goes back to his house and retrieves the mask where, for some reason, it's under the floorboards. How did that get there? Yeah, yeah. Did he put it there? Because they've been nailed down. He's pulling them up with his bare hands. I don't care. Plot hole. And this is where they they use the music. This is where it should have been used for the first time for Mm. dramatic effect. Putting the mask on. Not when he's fucking off from detention or whatever. Mm. Uh, Danielle Harris is Annie. Uh, Kind of good casting because she's in four and five. So Mm. it was cool to have her in it as a different character, as the Annie character. And Christina Klebe. As Linda, who, like I said, doesn't say totally as much in this film as just say fuck lots. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, random Udo Kier cameo? Yeah, I, I read um, before we started recording, he, again, he had a lot of stuff cut out, apparently. He had mm-hmm. loads of scenes cut from the yeah. film. Which is, yeah, I wonder what they cut out from him. Uh-huh. Uh, just him talking lots, I imagine. Just talking really dramatically <laughs> yeah. and awesome. Because he's one of them guys, like, he, oh, yeah. he, he, he's, a t- he's a good talker, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, from here in my notes, I've just got, it's just an annoying version of the original with shaky calm and a few changes. <laughs> Which is exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, basically. I, I, I can't really remember much about it. I remember, like, some ambiguity about one of the characters not dying or dying, the the, the, the girl, that the cop's daughter who's... Yeah, Annie doesn't, Annie, Annie doesn't die. Yeah, she's, like, covered in blood, but you don't really find out what was wrong with her or anything. Mm. Well, she's in, she definitely doesn't die. She's in the second one. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Uh, Sid Haig cameo, though, as the groundskeeper of the... Mm. Uh, why can't I think of the word? The uh, graveyard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that just went out of my head. I was like, funeral field. <laughs> <laughs> Corpse burying field. <laughs> uh, but not much class or subtly compared to the original when he's telling that story you never hear the end of. Mm. When in this one, he's just like, man, she was a hot bitch. That just fucking blew her brains out, the fucking stupid bitch. And you're like, okay, Sid. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's not that well, bad, but it's it's along those lines. Yeah, <laughs> random title card, trick or treat. Why? Yeah, it's Halloween night. And it just goes trick or treat. I don't remember. Yeah, it's so mm. pointless. The although, yeah, no, I do actually. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. It's, it's, it's so like weird. totally tonally out out with the rest of the film. Yeah, yeah. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And sticks, it may as well have just be like the mask, <laughs> bagels. <laughs> <laughs> Finger banging bagels. Yeah. Floppy ass titties. Floppy ass titties. <laughs> um, so Annie and Bob now, who instead of this time shagging in one of the houses they're supposed to be babysitting at, they're actually shagging in the old Myers house this time. Yeah, well, you know, they don't care, they don't care about spiders or anything. Mm. Or, or it's, it's kind of a nice change, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I'm not sure you would bang in a house like that, though. No. So. Apparently that's the go-to house. There's a bit of dialogue where they're like, well, we'll, we'll find somewhere else to party because they're going to sell it. Yeah. A uh, bit of a bait and switch, though. He goes to get a beer. You see a guy coming upstairs wearing the like the sheet and the glasses, but Michael Myers pops out and kills him. It was actually Bob this time. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice twist. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, because mm. you've got to find ways to surprise the audience. Yeah, I guess. Totally, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll get some uh, full frontal nudity from Linda because that's shocking. You mm. know, get a bit of vagina action in it. Some vagina, <laughs> some vagine. 
Mickey fucking Dolan from the Monkees is in it now. Why is a gun salesman? Oh, why? Is that, is that why? who it is, Chris? Yeah, like, why? That passed me by that. Like. For fucking ten seconds, why? Again, just he's ticking off his list of people that he wants to be in his exactly, film. Exactly, yeah. It seemed them need to be in the film. <laughs> it's literally ten seconds of him talking about guns and that's it. Just because Loomis is buying a gun, it makes no fucking difference. Yeah, because Once he, again, though, we we'll had to see where Loomis got the gun from he had in the original. Yeah, and it's, it's such a small point in the film. He just <laughs> pulls out a gun and he's got a gun mm. and, well, whatever, he's got a gun. Who cares about how or why, where? Fucking yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Myers murders Laurie, uh, Laurie's parents. Uh, plot hole, though. Mm. Um, for Mr. I didn't like how he could drive. How does Myers know that they're at least adoptive parents? Mm. Uh, Laurie's adoptive parents. How? Yeah. Like, did he he's go li- and do some genealogy or something before? Did, he- did he have the internet <laughs> or, like, public records in his little cell? It's just, you know, for a guy that obsessed yeah. with plot holes, that's a pretty big plot hole. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, normally I wouldn't give a shit, but he's the one bringing up. I didn't like how he could just drive. Yeah, that's mask. such a random thing, that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Like, the whole driving thing. Like, mm. I don't know. It's weird that people get, like, fixated on mm. things and criticise stuff. Yeah. For that, anyway. <laughs> Annie's death, where she's just, you know, topless, crying on the floor, being mm. stabbed and dragged away. It's just, like, needlessly grim. It's like Gorbon type stuff, yeah, isn't it, really? It's, it's, it's like relishing in it and stuff. Yeah. It's not shocking. It's like, it just feels like you're supposed to be like, whoa. Yeah. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> Um, Cram's in the sister storyline, of course. I said too much plot for one film. It's a mm. prequel, a remake, and also a sequel in a yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, because there's a reason why that shit wasn't in the first one because mm. it, it wouldn't need to be there. Yeah, mm. yeah, it was. It was. It, it resonated enough that it was just a, a psycho trying to kill a girl. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah, but I guess it's probably as well because that fact is so familiar to the Halloween mythos now that it's his sister yeah, yeah. they probably felt they need the hat to put it in yeah. if they you know maybe they weren't going to do a sequel they didn't know so yeah. drama they didn't know about 17 years ago I respond to a 911 which turned out to be the Myers woman's suicide and I see this beautiful innocent baby sitting in this little bloody mess and I can't imagine this child growing up with the stigma around her neck so I admit her from the report I drive her to another town and drop her off at the nearest emergency room, and I think that this is going to be the end of it. About three months later, I find out from a friend of mine, Mason Strode, that he's adopted the baby. Oh, my God. You know what to just say? Big, boring chase, cameras on paint mixers. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I don't see... I don't remember the... It just goes on for fucking ages. Like... There's the bit where, like, he unmasks and gives her the photo of him and her when they oh, were little. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a nice moment until she's like, fuck it! Stabs him and you're like, <laughs> poor Michael. <laughs> he just, just wants a little reunion with the only family member that wasn't a twat. Yeah. And just fucking stabs him and knocks him right off. <laughs> so, um, that's the that's the grimmest thing about this, yeah. He, like, he seeks out his long-lost sister that wasn't a twat and finds and out she is a twat. <laughs> she has become a twat. And he's like, oh, wait, well, it was 50-50. <laughs> Uh, but it gets to the point of the original ending where Maya, uh, Loomis shoots Myers. Mm. They're in the car. Was the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, blah, blah, blah. And then it just goes on for another 10 minutes. Yeah, what happens again at the end? Like, uh, he drags her out of the car, mm. gives fucking Loomis a dig, and then chases her through the house. And he's like twatting fucking the ceiling out, and she's in the loft. And yeah. it just goes on and on and on. It's this bit when you see uh, you see the gravestone in the basement and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's just before that, yeah. Is it? yeah. And then he like fucking spears her out the window. 
they hit the floor and she shoots him in the face, screams lots, and then it ends. Mm, yeah, it gets, it does get grim as fuck at the end there, like, yeah. like, because it, it wasn't completely un- unforgivable and unwatchable, but that end bit is like, oh my god, like, she's like really fucked up in the face. It looks mm. like her eyes hanging out. Mm. And it's just fucking blood all over her nose and mouth. And then just the last shot of her shooting him in the face, being covered in more blood and just screaming. It's just mm. like, that's not the type of... Fu- I know, like I said, it's a remake and do what he wants, but I don't know. Mm. You've got to also appeal to the people who like ha- the Halloween series. And this is fucking nothing totally like any of the Hall- other Halloween movies. No, no. Yeah, I'm sure I remember watching it once, though, and thinking it's not as bad as I remember. I must have been off me fucking tits. <laughs> yeah, you're probably drunk. You're probably... Yeah, I was this time, but it was terrible. <laughs> What's worse, this or Resurrection? <laughs> Just as a film, not necessarily as a Halloween film, just as an experience. Uh, it's a difficult one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be fair. Resurrection's probably the worst film, mm-hmm. just because it's like it's full of just shit, just bollocks. Yeah, it? yeah, like it's boring at times and it's poorly made. The characters are awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then again, this I don't know. I guess they're both equally shit for different reasons i uh, guess <laughs> so this is more just annoying mm. because of the things it keeps throwing up that you just think it just doesn't feel like a halloween but it's just devil's rejects with mm. michael myers in it which you know we like devil's rejects so that should be good but it just doesn't work yeah yeah and weirdly that said a lot of people fucking love the rob zombie halloween movies yeah uh, people yeah. of a certain age it has a decent rating on i mean it doesn't have a good critic rating but a meta mm. uh, like meta data and stuff like it it has a pretty good fan rating it's essentially what i think like horror fans didn't like it mm. but people coming to it for the first time loved it mm. that's kind of what they're always the impression i got mm. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe it's easier to like if you've never watched the Halloween film and stuff originally. Yeah. And, maybe. and if you like, if you think Halloween's shit because it's old, mm. one, you know, one of those types of fucking <laughs> yeah. reactions. You should watch the second one, though. I'd be interested to know your thoughts. Yeah. Just because you've seen this one, you may as well watch the next yeah, one. Yeah, I suppose I'll follow through and watch it, yeah. yeah. Is that, that is Rob Zombie, is it? Yeah. Is that, yeah. yeah. Like, stylistically, it's totally different to, the, to this one. Is it? Because he, he, he does his own thing with that one. He's not confined to remaking a movie so right, yeah. it's not any it's not any better <laughs> I'm not setting you up to be like it's surprisingly good nah it's probably it's probably worse to be honest with you but uh, yeah like in the second one Laurie's essentially just teenage Rob Zombie oh right giant Charles Manson poster she's all gothic and she's a vegan and, oh dear it's just, it's just annoying <laughs> like I said it's shot more like Devil's Rejects though is it Gr- right. gritty and handheld and Mm. It doesn't make the film any better. It's just interesting how he went for a totally different style for the mm. sequel. <laughs> so yeah, that's the fucking. It's I just I hate it. It's just yeah. annoying. It's just an annoying film more than anything. Yeah, it really is. And like, there was no part of me that that wanted to watch it again. No, like, like I got to be honest, I, I was kind of in the mood to watch Halloween again, like the Carpenter Halloween. I, yeah. I watched that first, and I, I'm kind of in the mood already to watch it again. Yeah, because it's a good film. <laughs> Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like, if it was on TV tomorrow, I would probably sit there and watch it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But if if the remake was on, I'd be like, no fucking way. <laughs> You'd bring up the station and complain. <laughs> and turn it over, yeah. Um, there's, there's like, an extra element that annoys us even further that I realised um, the guy that plays Michael Myers as a kid, is he's, like, the bully in Hancock as well. The like, yeah, the, like twatty kid, yeah. <laughs> which which I just like pieced together and was like, that's where I fucking know his face from. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the like twatty bully in that film. 
Yeah, he was doing fucking conventions right after this film came out. You know? Well, I suppose uh, he makes some money from it. Why yeah. Not? yeah. They got a, because the fucking Dead Pit hated this film and tore it to shreds and when they were at a convention just for a laugh they got a picture with him. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious because he's doing the evil face and they just stand behind him like slightly smirking. And stuff. <laughs> funny. Yeah, but that's Halloween. It's not very good. No, it's right. It's annoying. Uh, it's it's offensive, but not in a good way. And it's it's a bunch of faggoty ass, flappy ass titties. That's what it is. And it's annoying. It's it's annoying more so because I like Malcolm McDowell. I like Brad Dourif. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't even mention Brad Dourif at yeah, all. Yeah, Brad Dourif in it. Um, I like William Forsyth. Mm. Uh, you know, like, but when he's in this film, I hate him in it. Yeah, so and not because of the character. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the writing and stuff. So yeah. I hate this film because it makes me hate uh, William Forsyth. <laughs> yeah, something. I know that's a sad thing. Yeah, it's like, uh, but yeah, Brad Dourif. Um, it's nice to see Brad Dourif, I guess, back mm. back in action. Brad, Brad Dourif's a fucking awesome actor. Yeah, it's he, should, just, he should be getting so much. Should have had so, such a yeah, like more. Recognized career. I don't want to say more mainstream. Just he should be recognized more by the mainstream. Yeah, you know? especially now that he's like a bit older and that you would have thought mm. he'd be primed to be like in creepy roles and stuff and mm. and things. Yeah, weird. Yeah, you just got to look at his fucking madass performance in fucking Exorcist Three. Mm. It's a shame that his best performance is in a film that most people will go Exorcist Three stupid. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's still banging out the fucking child's play films like fucking ten of them now. <laughs> God, nice. I've lost yeah. track. It was the last yeah. one? Cult of Chucky or something? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, don't know what what, what did we say we we're doing next month. Um, oh god, we've got a sci-fi thing. We said uh, Star Trek, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if we said we're doing that next or not. To be honest, I'll have to look. We'll look back in the plan. I did yeah. have that noted for November, I think. Right, but it depends. We can, we can have a chat. Yes, yes. What else we want to do? No, I'm up for it. Yeah. So yeah, that's the show, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next month when we decide. Well, there'll probably be another show before next month because we'll probably do. A show. We'll probably will review uh, the new Halloween movie before. Yeah, start a new theme. That's the plan, and we'll we'll do a uh, we'll we'll chat about when we have been this weekend of the dead. We'll have a chat yeah. about it. See what it yeah. was like. We'll see how socially awkward on a scale of one to ten. How socially awkward was I and and you? I can already yeah. give you that ten. <laughs> ten. ten. <laughs> ten. I both enjoy and despise conventions at the same time. Yeah, say, ah, oh, I like the idea of going to the convention. Yeah. Just a shame enjoy, like, there's people going to be there. Yeah, like what's there is very nice and <laughs> appealing. The people there, actually meeting these people, it scares the fuck out of us. Hmm. Just, oh, I just don't like it. <laughs> but it's going to be fun. We'll just get drunk beforehand. Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> but not the night before, like we did that time and felt like both we were going to shit with pants all day. Yeah, if there's one thing I never want to repeat again, it's going to a convention with the shits. <laughs> yeah, because that... Was that the first time we went to Wales Comic Con? Yeah, I think it was, yeah. And we're like, oh, I'll be fine, man, we'll just have a couple. Fucking three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> totally monged. And then we got, like, two hours sleep and then yeah. walk around with, like, mad gut rot yeah. all day. <laughs> staying close to the toilet. My memory that day is just worrying where the nearest toilet is. <laughs> yeah, and they're quite far apart today. It's quite a big place. Total nightmare. So until next time, folks, keep it real, keep it brutal, keep it... Flappy ass titties. <laughs> Keep it skull fucking. Fucked. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you doing the skull fucking piss. I see in a heap. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Stacey with Anest, the Director of Operations over here at Wafu HQ. If you'd like to support the show, a review and rating on iTunes would be much appreciated. Just search for Wafu FM. Or, if you're not an iTunes user, 
A review over at Stitcher.com would also be flipping marvellous. Once again, just search for Wafu FM. If you'd like to get in contact with the show, the email address is wafupodcast at gmail.com. Or alternatively, if you'd prefer to leave a voicemail, head on over to www.speakpipe.com slash wafufm. Thanks for listening. Flappy ass tits. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.